Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, breaking news. Prince Andrew stripped of his royal patronages in the wake of his sex abuse lawsuit. Isolation overhaul. National Cabinet makes big changes to ease the supply crisis. Fortress Queensland is no more. The Sunshine State scraps domestic travel restrictions. Rapid test rollout when you can get your hands on free rat kits. And history made as the fifth Ashes test begins in Hobart. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. We begin with breaking news out of London. Buckingham Palace has just released a statement confirming Prince Andrew's military affiliations and royal patronages will be returned to the Queen. Let's go straight to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld. Hugh, he will still be known as the Duke of York. He will be, Angie, good morning, but he will no longer be referred to in public as His Royal Highness. He has been stripped of his HRH status in a similar way as to what happened with Harry and Meghan. We have seen Prince Andrew in the last 24 hours. He's been seen driven from his home near to Windsor Castle. It's the first time he's been spotted since learning that his attempts to stop that civil sexual assault case that he's facing in New York from proceeding as Virginia Giffray accused accuses him of raping her. Up until now, Buckingham Palace has been tight-lipped about the crisis Andrew is facing. But a short time ago, just in the last hour, the palace did comment, releasing this statement, saying, with the Queen's approval and agreement, the Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been refer, uh, re- returned to the Queen. The Duke of York will continue not to undertake any public duties and is defending this case as a private citizen. We do understand he's now having to fund his defence from his own pocket. Now, this doesn't just follow the news from New York uh, regarding the court case. It follows a letter that was sent to the Queen by 152 military veterans calling for Andrew to cut his ties with those military units where he serves uh, largely in an honorary capacity, uh, like being the Vice Admiral of the Royal Navy and Colonel of the Grenadier Guards. Having said that, for a 22-year veteran of the Royal Navy, a man who served as a pilot with the Navy in the Falklands War, the stripping of those military associations will really sting. As for the Royal Patronages, 
Well, there's still about 100 uh, community groups and charities, mainly across the UK, that Prince Andrew is a patron of. He will lose those patronages. Dozens of organisations have already cut their ties with Andrew over the last couple of years anyway. Those patronages will be returned to the Queen, who will then hand them out, essentially, among other members of the royal family. It is very unlikely that they're ever going to hand them back. So Andrew loses all his patronages, clearly for good. It is very clear now that the royal family is cutting the Duke of York adrift. Angie. Okay, Hugh Whitfeld in London, thank you. Thousands more Australians will be able to skip isolation and return to work under new rules set out by National Cabinet. Restrictions have been relaxed for transport, freight and logistics workers. They will no longer need to isolate if they return a negative rapid test the day after becoming a close contact. The rules will also be extended to other industries including healthcare, emergency services and education. We could be looking at an up to 10% absenteeism from our workforce at any one time at its peak. National Cabinet will finalise plans next week to get students back to school. Free rapid tests will be made available to millions of Australians on concession and low-income cards from January 24. National Cabinet has signed off on the date as the federal government denies it's taking tests bound for retailers to shore up its own supplies. The rush for rats is real. This small health food shop gets 50 inquiries a day. Everyone is desperate for these tests. Expecting a delivery of 450 next week, most of the self-test kits were pre-sold. Orders that now won't be met. It looked like the the government was actually going to commandeer Um, most, if not all, of the tests. An email from the supplier claiming the federal government has placed a mandate order and will be taking supply for its requirements out of this order. But the government says no mandate has been issued to divert rat supplies, confirming it secured more than 70 million rapid antigen tests on Monday at a cost of $62 million. Using the extreme urgency or events unforeseen provisions of its procurement rules. Give you the big tip. They haven't necessarily got value for money because there's no tender process. Its supplies now guaranteed. The government's hopeful pharmacies won't be far behind. National Cabinet signing off on a start date for the rollout of free rapid tests to 6.5 million Australians on concession, health and low-income cards. Which will commence on the 24th of January. The pharmacies will source those supplies. But most aren't sure they'll be able to. There are 6,000 community pharmacies uh, in Australia. We're hoping about 1,000 of those will be ready on the launch day. For those that are, limits will apply. No more than 10 free tests per person over the next three months. Jacinta Lee, 7 News. Queensland's harsh border rules are finally coming to an end. The Sunshine State scrapping all restrictions for domestic travel from tomorrow. From 1am, travellers entering the state will no longer be required to have a border pass, proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Now is the time for the barricades to come down and for the police to come home. It comes after Queensland recorded its deadliest day of the pandemic, six lives lost. Hillsong has defended itself after video emerged of hundreds of maskless people singing and dancing at its youth summer camp. Responding to public backlash, the church says the event was not similar to a music festival in any way. 
Singing and dancing is prohibited under New South Wales health rules, but not at religious services. Health Minister Brad Hazard said the event breaches the intent of the restrictions and is demanding Hillsong immediately put a halt to singing and dancing at its summer camps. As many states relax their pandemic restrictions, Western Australia is ramping up, barring unvaccinated people from most public places. From January 31, proof of vaccination will be mandatory at bottle shops, hospitals, stadiums and entertainment venues. These will be the broadest proof of vaccination requirements in the nation and they will not be removed anytime soon. Proof of vaccination is already mandatory at large events and in most hospitality venues. It seems Novak Djokovic won't leave the country without a fight, reports suggesting he will challenge any deportation order against him in court. Immigration Minister Alex Hawke is set to hand down his decision today on whether he will revoke the tennis champ's visa. Spanish authorities are also investigating whether Djokovic entered the country illegally and in a blow for tennis fans, the Australian Open will be limited to 50% capacity due to a surge in Omicron cases. Tennis player Bernard Tomic's prediction has unfortunately come true. Just days after offering to buy an umpire dinner if he didn't catch COVID, the Aussie star has tested positive to the virus. The 29-year-old told the umpire he couldn't believe he wasn't being offered PCR testing ahead of the Australian Open earlier this week. Tomic says he's feeling sick and has been ordered to isolate. There's been a twist in a Sydney cold case. The man accused of throwing Scott Johnson off a cliff more than 30 years ago, convicted of his murder. Scott White's defence team was preparing to fight the case when he sensationally yelled out his guilt in court, his outburst shocking his lawyer, police and victim's brother who'd flown there to face him. It's hard to find words for what just went on this week in the, in the courtroom. It was bewildering to say the least. Scott Johnson's naked body was found at the bottom of a cliff in 1988 and his death was eventually ruled a gay hate crime. For years, the onion has been the devil in the kitchen, but after decades of breeding, chopping the vegetable could soon be a less emotional experience. A near tearless onion has been developed overseas and here in Australia we're apparently very keen for its arrival. It's the tearful tale felt in kitchens across the country, chopping onions, bringing a tear to your eye. You usually get a bit teary, sometimes it burns. But that may soon change. After years of receiving a raw deal, growers have finally cracked the code, producing a less pungent onion that keeps the eyes dry. It's a little bit of a paler skin, slightly flakier skin, so it's not quite that sort of deep brown. The sunion, as it's known, is the result of more than 30 years of breeding, Layer upon layer of non-genetically modified goodness, a welcome change. Tears replaced with smiles. Well, that'd be a bit more of a pleasurable experience in the kitchen. Maybe they're not as emotionally supportive as onions usually are. I would probably cut it all the time then. Easy. Available soon in the UK, Australian retailers are keen to get the product on their shelves. It would be fantastic to have a product that we could use in the kitchen that wouldn't make people cry at all. I think there is potential to increase the market which of course would then be good for the, the, the whole industry. While the onion may have been the snack of choice for some of our previous political leaders, this strain of tearless onion is yet to hit Aussie shores, which means the mild onion as a snack is off the menu for some time.
Only time will tell if it's the ingredient everyone's been crying out for. Liam Tapper, 7 News. Nicole Kidman and Kate Blanchett are leading the Australian charge with nominees for the Screen Actors Guild Awards revealed. Kidman's up for outstanding performance by a female actor in Being the Ricardos. Kate Blanchett is nominated for a supporting role in Nightmare Alley and fellow Aussie Sarah Snook is considered a shoe-in for Succession. It'll be the first major awards ceremony to take place this year after the Golden Globes were scaled back and the Critics' Choice Awards postponed indefinitely. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is falling. The Nasdaq is also lower this morning. In London, the FTSE 100 gained 72 points and Germany's DAX lifted 90. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 267 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng lifted 691. The All Lords gained 87 and the ASX 200 lifted 84 points. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,821 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 82 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just under 73 US cents, 83 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. The music industry is in mourning after Ronnie Spector, the lead singer of famed girl group The Ronettes, passed away. Miley Hogan is in the US. Miley, she's being remembered as a legend. Angie, she is. She was the pop icon of the 1960s, the central recognisable voice of the Ronettes. Her family has paid tribute, remembering her as a woman who lived life with a twinkle in her eye, a wicked sense of humour and did it all with a spunky attitude. She was the voice of the Ronettes. And that was the song that shot Ronnie Spector into superstardom. It was 1963. I love getting up there and love going, be my little baby. Tiny in stature, huge in voice. She toured with the Rolling Stones, befriended the Beatles. But through much of it was trapped in an abusive marriage, breaking free from producer Phil Spector in 72. He was convicted of murder and died in jail while she resurrected a career. Only weeks ago, the Ronettes were back in the Billboard Top 10. The first time in 58 years. Some music is timeless. Ronnie Spector was 78. She passed away after a brief battle with cancer, but Ronnie Spector has left behind a lasting impression on rock and roll. Angie? Great memories. Thank you very much, Miley. Boris Johnson is fighting for his political survival with calls for his resignation growing louder in the wake of the lockdown party scandal. The British Prime Minister could face a confidence vote, but Cabinet ministers are calling for patience and for MPs to wait until the outcome of an inquiry. The PM is unlikely to be seen in public for a week, going into isolation after a member of his family tested positive. A baby abandoned in freezing conditions in Siberia has been rescued and is said to be recovering well. The newborn girl was discovered inside an egg box in the snow by five teenagers. The temperature outside, minus 20. The bub could soon be adopted by the parents of one of the teenagers and police have opened an attempted murder investigation to find the mother. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. To sport now, Usman Khawaja will retain his place in the Fifth Ashes Test. In fact, the SCG hero will open Australia's batting with childhood friend David Warner, with Marcus Harris dropped ahead of the day-night test. Meanwhile, Scott Boland looks set to play after pulling through yesterday's final training session. The final test begins this afternoon. You can watch it live on 7. A Glenn Maxwell half-century has inspired the Stars to a six-wicket win over crosstown rivals the Renegades. Belting 68 of 45 balls, Maxwell made light work of the 123 target. The win lifting the Stars off the bottom of the table to fifth place as they keep their finals hopes alive. Stefano Tsitsipas has become the latest tennis star to criticise Novak Djokovic's conduct amid his visa saga, claiming the world number one is playing by his own rules. No one would have really thought, you know, I can I can just come to Australia unvaccinated uh, and not having to follow the protocols that they gave me. The move puts Djokovic's quest for a 21st Grand Slam title at risk. For the first time in over two years, Elite Golf is back on our shores with Royal Queensland hosting the Australian Open. Louis Dobler, whose caddy is Ash Barty's partner Gary Kissick, leads after a 7-under 64 that included a slam dunk eagle at the second. Suo leads the women's event, which is being played at the same time. Australian aerial skier Laura Peel has made a statement ahead of the Beijing Olympics, winning gold at the World Cup meet in Deer Valley with a jump only two other women have ever landed. The quadruple, twisting, triple backflip, earning the 29-year-old her seventh major title. Her score was so impressive it would have landed her on the podium in the men's event. This is a contender for the most awkward blind date of all time. A woman in China went around to a man's house for dinner and ended up stuck there for days when his province was sent into a snap lockdown. She kept a vlog of their experience and it's gone viral. No word yet if they're still together. Taking a look at the weather around the country now. Brisbane, partly cloudy today, aiming for 29. Sydney, 29 with possible showers. Canberra, 26 showers developing. Melbourne, 32, humid with a possible storm. Hobart, some showers developing, 22. Adelaide, partly cloudy, 25. Perth, sunny, 29 degrees. Darwin, 31 with some showers. And that is seven early news for this Friday, the 14th of January, 2022. I'm Angie Asimus.